welcome to Marty's Music Kitchen, the fun music and food podcast where anything can happen. It's a Liberace 100th birthday celebration with costumes, music, and the glamour of show business. Liberace tribute artist and extravagant performer David Saffert is with me today. David is a classically trained pianist and has partnerships with the Oregon Ballet Theater, the Oregon Symphony, the Portland Opera, and the Interlochen Arts Camp. He received rave reviews for his blinged out tribute to Liberace from Oregon Arts Watch, the Duluth News Tribune, and the San Francisco Chronicle. Not only was Liberace famous for his over-the-top performance style and his slightly naughty humor, but did you also know he liked to cook? He loved his sticky buns, so to speak. Before I get on stage and I'm in, you know, sequence from head to toe and, and, the, and the hair, a wig and, and makeup and the rings. You, and I hear, you know, Bo and the band will start playing the Liberace Hilton Vegas intro. That just puts you in the mindset to be him. Crashing the party is Mr. Bo Ayers, who has worked with Bob Hope, Elvis, Barbara Streisand, and who just happened to be Liberace's music director for 13 years. How cool is this interview going to be? And just how deliciously sticky will Liberace's sticky buns really be? Come with me into this great kitchen to get a sparkling, glamorous glimpse of musical history. And let's find out. So, hi, David. Hi, Bo. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Thanks, Marty. <laughs> Thanks for having me and uh, what's his name? And what's his name? Oh, sorry, it's the Bo Show, and I don't know well, why. Well, it's going to become the yeah. Bo Show. Is this no, why you not. just actually took a swig from that bottle? Did I see you just do that? I did. You did, did I you? did take what? a swig in there, what? too. What? Let's have a David Letterman moment. Isn't it David Letterman <laughs> used to? Just I think Liberace probably took a swig here and there, didn't he? Not from a bottle. Not, not from a bottle. No, no, no. He would have been classy. Oh my gosh. So David, yeah. you are in Portland. You've built a really spectacular, glamorous, glitzy reputation as a tribute artist. Do you say to Liberace, of Liberace? What do you say? I say to Liberace. All right. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, it's an homage to him. An homage. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know that I will never actually be him but you know as much as i can to give audiences you like channel him i read that someone said you channel <laughs> thank you i i hope so i try before i get on stage and i'm in you know sequence from head to toe and, right. and, the, and the hair a wig and and makeup and the rings you and i hear you know Bo and the band will start playing the liberace hilton vegas intro that just puts you in the mindset to be him and to walk out and and all those people like most of them haven't seen this glitzy outfit and it just it's magical so you know when i was younger in the 70s i i remember clearly remember seeing uh liberace on tv and on you know talk shows and i think there were like infomercials that were selling albums and things like that and um, I remember, you know, thinking, wow, this guy can really play. And then, I mean, I didn't realize at the time what a huge star he was. In fact, I read somewhere that he was the highest grossing musician. I mean, he made the most money of any working musician for a period of time. And so, Bo, you worked with him among many stars. I know you've played for presidents and... You know, Barbara Streisand, oh my gosh, and Elvis and Liberace. Yeah, it was a, a time for me that was fun. I look back and wish I had taken in more. I think at the time, being basically a musician, I was thinking mostly about that. Uh -huh. And so what the next town would offer musically, as far as the kind of players we had to work with, uh -huh. uh, would we make the rehearsal? How much time did we have? Uh, would the sound be okay? So my focus was more on that and less on this guy that I'm working with. Right. And I almost, I mean, it sounds weird, but I almost took him for granted. Oh, mm. yeah, because it was a job. It was my job. Um, I'd go into the dressing room um, 
before every show just to see how he was. Right. Uh, and uh, we'd kibitz around and just talk and, you know, nothing wrong, nothing involved. Just, you know, hey, how are you? What'd you do? To, you know, I saw so-and-so, oh, blah, blah, you know, little chit-chat like that. Yeah. Uh, I said, any, any changes? He's, and he'd say either, you know, this one section, could you... Could you kind of slow it down? I feel like I don't get enough of me in there. I said, sure, sure. Right. You know, and then he, what I would say to him would be, listen, again, I did this a lot. When you when you give me an indication, you give me it with your head. He said, yes. I said, well, the trouble is that your head and your hands don't hit at the same time. So he would do <laughs> like that, and afterwards you'd hear boom. You know? <laughs> So I'd always have to. You'd be like, dang it all, missed it again. Wait, so I I see the head and I say, wait for it, wait for it, now. Okay, I want to know, is David that troublesome? No, not at all, not at all. That's a lot to think about, though, for a performer who's who's not only going out there to play piano. I mean, he, and I know as myself, not only am I going out and playing this really hard music, but you're also like, you're engaging the audience the entire time. And you're like, you're building this friendship with the audience. So I can see how he'd be like, oh boy, I have one more thing to do, you know, like get the head and the hands going together. Cause you're, you're, yeah, he I, yeah. like myself, like you're thinking of how well, many it, things at the same time. Okay, so this is interesting. I'm, I'm assuming David, that you've like studied him. You've watched mm-hmm. videos and um, did you ever see him in person? I mean, I no. don't know how old he was when he stopped performing. Nah, 1986 mm-hmm. did he stop? I was born in 75, so I I saw him on The Muppet Show. I saw him on mm-hmm. some, he was on Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> he was on some TV shows. Yeah. Was he heard. really? Yeah. He, was he star, like acting or was he? He was himself. Oh. Yeah. Liberace as Liberace. Yes. yes. So, yeah. yeah. So I have to let you know that we usually cook on the show, but today, just to, um, you know, get the full interview in, you guys actually cooked something ahead of time, what did we cook today? We made Liberace's Sticky Buns. <laughs> sticky Buns. <laughs> yeah, is right. He had a book called Liberace Cooks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And his Sticky Buns were a big hit. Okay. And then, Bo, um, you were active in actually helping decide this recipe and also in um, helping us figure it out. Yeah. Why is that? Well, what happened was that Liberace loved to cook. And he loved, he loved to entertain. <laughs> he loved entertaining. So like having people over having to the house Having people over to, to the to house. Cook for them um, and... Every holiday was a huge big thing. Okay. He had a cook named Gladys. Mm-hmm. And uh, she would do the other things, but he'd always do at least one dish on every meal. That he'd really? Do. Yeah. I really didn't know that he liked oh, to cook. He, he, was, he was really into it. He really was. Hence the cookbook. <laughs> I, I think a lot of the recipes there are either his or his mother's or passed down in the Liberace family. Can you get this cookbook anymore? Yes, it's on, I think you can find it on, uh, at Amazon. I think oh. they still have it, yeah. I, I haven't seen it lately, but yes. So how did we get the recipe today? The recipe today is kind of, uh, I remember a bit about what he was doing. He was taking, yeah, I remember dough, I remember a lot of melted butter. Right. A lot of, you know, it goes better with butter. Uh, I remember <laughs> everything goes everything better, with, better butter. with butter. Bo. Uh, I I remember the pecans, and I mean, I saw them. And when you put them in the bottom, that, mm-hmm. that's what brought it all back. Mm-hmm. Because and then and then I'm thinking, well, wait a second, they don't look very well. And David said, well, you got to turn them over. Of course, I'm not the cook. He's the uh, cook. Oh, you know. David's the I, cook I, I stirred the butter like Liberace. Like Liberace, right. right? So Lee right. would Lee <laughs> made the sticky buns, <laughs> and uh, we were like, there were eight or nine of us over there, and he made like masses of them. Wow. Um, they were a little bit bigger than these, but uh, nevertheless, they <laughs> muffin were... tins were bigger back then. So, okay, I have to, I have to yeah. stop okay. the sticky bun conversation for okay. a second. Oh. oh my God, your shoes are so sparkly. Thank you. <laughs> Can I mention where these are from? Oh, these please are do. From John Fluvog. Oh my friend gosh. Friend of mine manages the John Fluvog store, and uh, she said you got to have these. And on um, the fifteenth of May, I'm actually performing as Liberace down at the. As, Flu, as, as Liberace at the Fluvog store, it's, it's, it's International John Fluvog Day. That's so fun. So where are these sticky buns? Should I grab them? Yes, let's go. Let's okay. go to the kitchen okay. for a second. So these are the raw version. So those are done. Oh, but I just I just forgot to flip them. Oh. You want to flip them? Sure. Can I flip them if I yeah. can't cook them? Can they, I, they've been in there for a second. So do anything special? Just, just flip. No, just flip them. Seriously? And Here, we'll see. You know they, what I'm gonna do? Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna They've put the cooled. plate over the top. Did you have issues earlier? Is that what I'm hearing? Bo, you cooked these with David, right? I stirred the butter. 
Okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, he did. He stirred the brown sugar. There's, you know, there's basically your pumpkin spices. I'm sorry, you didn't see that. Okay. Oh, wait. You didn't <laughs> see that. So what I'm doing is picking out the parts that didn't make it out of the pan. I'm going to do is the same. Is that bad? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It is really good. I know. <laughs> I had one. <laughs> so now we've got the sticky bands on a plate. Um, Bo, do you want to try one? Because I, I heard would, David well, I, did I'll, not I'll let you eat one right. now, during the baking process. This might be his third. <laughs> By this point, I haven't actually had one. Oh, yet. you haven't? Oh, oh. Mm -mm. Okay, I'm gonna try one. You know, these are very, these are really very, very much like the ones he made. Really? They really are. Yeah. So you guys did a really close approximation. So okay. can you tell me, um, what did you do to make them? Do you have like a recipe somewhere? I did. Bo remembered quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, we, we just had have basically a, a biscuit recipe, mm -hmm. and then you had to think about you know the kind of spices you're gonna adding. Yeah. And what David was saying was great. You know, you you actually think about a pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. Allspice, nutmeg. Uh huh. Yeah, well, he had. Yeah, we have the um, clove, nutmeg, allspice, ginger, oh. cinnamon, which uh, went into. Yeah, you, know, you melt a bunch of butter, uh, two sticks of butter. I put about a cup and a half of brown sugar in mm. with all these spices. Mm -hmm. So it's almost it almost has like a pumpkin like things you put yeah. in mm. in pumpkin pie. Um, but what's funny about oh, it is so actually good. Liberace used instead of making the dough. Because we're talking like oh, 1960s yeah. and 70s, it's refrigerated crescent rolls. Oh, super so, easy. Super easy. Like that's what. It doesn't make sense. Like this part would be complicated. I mean, if we were Paul know. Hollywood, it would be different. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But that's great. Like some some of it's actually oh, instant. This is so good. Are well, they ridiculous? Are these pecans? Yep. You know so, what Lee? You know what Lee used to say? He he used to get his clothes in three different sizes. Wait, Lee? You mean Liberace? Liberace. That was he went nickname. by Lee. Mm -hmm. He said his friends called him Lee. So the people we all who knew him, him, they could call him Lee. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, his, and he legally was Liberace. That was his name, mm -hmm. meaning that if he voted in a national election, uh -huh. he would write Liberace, and that's all he had to do. Wow. He didn't have to write Walter Valentino. Kind of like Prince. Yeah. Like yeah. Before Prince. Yeah. Well, Prince was not allowed to vote. With just the name Prince. He wasn't? No, really? They, they stopped. Did that. you work with Prince? No. But <laughs> I did read about it. You got no, a pretty big they, they That's was. a good question, though, Marty, because there's so many people. I was talking mm -hmm. to, I, I heard some Henry Mancini the other night. I said, hey, Bo, did you ever meet Henry Mancini? And Bo's like, oh, we had a conversation on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so, like, all these, I love asking. Like, I saw Johnny Mathis two weeks mm. ago at Spirit Mountain. Bo, did you ever meet Johnny Mathis? Yeah, yeah I at a party. A party. Yeah. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so let's just take a sidestep from Lee for a second. Okay. Lee meaning Liberace. Um, who was the most, like, who were some of the celebrities that was just, like, the absolute most fun to work with, that were a delight to be with and play for? Um, Streisand. Mm -hmm. Um, She was very picky, mm -hmm. but she had every right to be very picky. Mm -hmm. She was fun to work with. Um, and you play piano, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um... Elvis was um, just kind of different. Mm -hmm. So he had his, you know, I, I wasn't a huge Elvis fan, but I liked the music and I played organ mm -hmm. uh, for him. Um, I played Hammond organ and I was hired to play one note <laughs> per show. What? Really? Yeah, because every time he came out, he came out to the 2001 theme, oh. which starts with the low C pedal on the organ. Wow. So I just sat there and put my foot down. And, and they uh, paid you And for Joe Gersio, the conductor, just uh -huh. pointed at me and I just wonk the volume up as loud as I could. And then uh, after that was over and he came out, I can go home. Do you know what you got paid a week to Yeah, do 600 a week. <laughs> to play. I'm sorry. And I'm, in what year? I'm choking on my sticky 600 buns. a week in 19... <laughs> no, that was 1970... 71. Oh my God. <laughs> the first note. I'm serious. Okay, first of all, I have to wash my hands because they're sticky. Uh, yeah. Because I think I just ate okay. um, probably three of us in a row. It's so good. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Those are so, I mean, serious. I might make these again tomorrow. Yes. So let me tell you the one thing I really love about these buns is, hey, Bo. Hey, what? You guys did an excellent job making That's... these. Just fantastic. Thank you. Um, and I have to say, though, they're not overly sweet. Which I really no, as sweet as no. I thought. It's the amount yeah. of sugar. It, you, you, so a lot of people go gung ho. They think, well, I've got to have a, it's a sweet roll kind of thing. So they go gung ho with sugar, or they add uh, like cinnamon and sugar together. You know uh -huh. that, that mixture. 
but if you just put it with the brown sugar and and the, all the spices, yeah, it, it really doesn't need a lot of. I think the layer that we used in the crescent roll too, like you, you roll it up like a jelly roll, right? Um, but I think that the the layer of the mixture that we use with the spices yeah, you spread, and the you brown spread sugar, about a third of the this yeah. the mixture. That's pretty thin on the dough. Okay. Then the nuts. Yeah. Roll it up, cut it in, in squares, and then pop them into the. I mean, he, of course, he made a, a big, big bag. You cut them into like sl you just slice off. You the roll ends it in a jelly roll, roll and then cut it into one inch. It's like a jelly roll almost. One, one you could half. use almost any dough that you wanted. Yes. I mean, the crescent rolls would be great. Did you use crescent rolls today? Just refrigerated crescent. They're actually. Rolls. I mean, I can't taste that they're from a can. No. Because I bet you, Bo, it's because of the butter. Probably the that, butter, uh, and it's covered up a lot with the spices as well. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you yeah. put raisins and pecans in We had mix. raisins that <laughs> you soak. In rum. In rum, in light rum. Actually, yeah, I microwaved it just this a is little a, bit. This is a detail that, you know, we kind of need to know. So <laughs> yeah. they come looking like regular raisins? Yeah, just the golden, golden, golden cooking raisins. And they were all like shriveled like, up? Like, like yep. cooking Because these are plump and delicious. They are, aren't they? They're, That's because they I'm sucking up, the rum out of them. They plump up in the rum. I think yeah. in the rum. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed I, to I would. like the purple raisins. I think the gold, yeah, here are the golden raisins. I, they kind of came more plump anyway. Yeah. I think. No, honestly, I think it has to do with white raisins have less of a flavor. To add to something, they're they're more of a texture element than they are. Mm -hmm. That is uh, an amazing. He, he thing. was a good cook. He was really he? really. Did was. you try anything else that he cooked? Lasagna. His lasagna. Really? Oh yeah, he layered. So layered was that he thing. like by heritage? Was he I don't know Italian? He was half Polish, yeah. and half Italian. His dad was Italian. His yeah. mom was Polish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you like? So you guys are kind of both. I mean, Bo, you're a historian of Liberace in a different kind of way because you actually worked with him. I'm so grateful that you're on the show. I mean, what a special <laughs> treat for us. Well, it's a special treat for and me to... happy me. birthday, Liberace, yeah, by the way. Happy yeah, happy 100th. 100th birthday, the day this airs on May 16th. 100, he would have been 100 years old. Can you believe that? No. So you, David, I'm assuming that to try to embody... Liberace, including cooking his sticky buns, which sounds all kinds of wrong. Um, uh, I'm assuming that you've done a lot of research on his history and his family and... A lot. In fact, it's almost how I... It's pretty much how I met Bo. When I decided I was going to start performing as Liberace, I bought his uh, his first autobiography. He wrote a couple. I, I, I read his first one, which goes into... Yeah, he's from Milwaukee, Wisconsin talks about his mom and dad, um, his classical upbringing, about how he started to bring popular music as well, well you know, classical and popular music together. How and old was he when he started to play? He's pretty young. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not I positive, but... 18, 19? Well, well, I, mean, I mean, professionally? Professionally? Well, he... Well, he did the Roadhouses. Yeah, he's what definitely in high school, he would get... His parents didn't like it, but he no. was playing Roadhouses. He was right. playing burlesque. Yeah. So it was probably <laughs> at 18? Yeah, but he was bringing Woo! home money as well. I mean, like, he was a big breadwinner. For, his family, they yeah, were, they were the, fine. Yeah, he was born in 1919. Yeah. So his, it would be like in the early 30s. Yeah. Mid 30s. But yeah, he's playing these, these burlesque yeah. shows. Yeah. And, and, then he was, and then he was traveling around, you know, the Midwest playing classical music. And then uh, he played a little town where... At, at the end of the shows, he would say, well, you know, he'd play like Chopin, Beethoven, and Liszt, and he'd say, does, it, does anyone have any, um, any re uh, requests? requests? And someone asked for Three Little Fishies, which is this, I know it as an Andrew okay. Sisters song. Come, come here. But, oh, actually, Bo, do you know the Three Little you Fishies song? You know Three Little song? Fishies, Bo? Yes, do you, I do. do you, Boom, would you play a little bit? Two. Yeah, I'll, do, I'll play the original and if you wanted, yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna wait, Mr. Bo Ayers on piano <laughs> with three little fishies, the original. Liberace were gonna do this. Well, so he he played that. 
Well, someone requested it. Someone requested it. And, and he, it and was supposed like, to come out like what we just heard. What you heard. Right. right. And so he thought, he thought, well, God, this is such a simple melody. He thought he would do it in the style of like uh, of Mozart, Mozart. or as a style of a big waltz. Was or this something. on tour that he did this? He did it. Yeah, he was in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and and um, he did this, and it, it, it people just went nuts. So uh, okay, when nuts. he started touring, was he just did just he classical. only play classical yeah. music? He was performing. He years. performed with a Chicago Symphony, mm -hmm. um, and in fact, when he. He won a, I don't know if he won a contest, but they asked him to perform with the symphony doing, I think, the Tchaikovsky. The list. The list. The, uh, the, the list, A yeah, major, major list, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, in <laughs> fact, they, they said uh, he was known as Walter Buster Keys playing at all these roadhouses, and that's where, because his name was his, Walter. His well, Vwaju, <laughs> his, his real name was Vwaju <laughs> Valentino Liberace, and Vwaju was Polish. Polish. His mom, being Polish, gave okay. him the name Vwaju, which okay. Walter is the closest. Her favorite movie star was Rudolph Valentino. Uh -huh. So Valentino was his middle name, and then Liberace was the dad's. It was the the family name. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, as he started playing all these roadhouses and these other places, he's like, no one can pronounce Waju. So he started to go by Walter. Mm -hmm. And Walter Buster Keys was something that started that to come up. Name, yeah, that was a name that, that he used in some of the roadhouses. Yeah. And, uh, but and he's playing Boogie Woogie and Honky Tonk a little bit, too. Yeah, but, so. but so, so, Chicago Symphony didn't think that sounded too good. No, they didn't like Walter Buster So he's in the middle of a show. Mm -hmm. Someone shouts, hey, play Three Little hey, Fishies. Three little and fishies. it comes out more like... So then he, he played it that way. And then he'd say, well, maybe, maybe if Mozart were to do it... Or he might do. Uh, let's see if he did it like uh, as a as a uh, Strauss waltz. Uh. I worship your darling. Ah, so tell me, so that was his first thing and the audience went wild. And they then, went crazy. And, and then he became Liberace after that? Instead I, of Walter Buster. He he used Keys. the name Liberace uh, for the Chicago Symphony. Yeah. And then after that, um, it seemed to seemed to catch on. I don't know if the persona when that happened, I'm not mm -hmm. sure. They started of course with the three little fishies and then later on with chopsticks. Right. Chopsticks. Yeah, right. Like traditional chopsticks or Dude, like... He played, he started, it starts traditional, <laughs> traditionally. And then he he, uh, he decides he throws in some Franz Liszt. It's actually it's really classical. Um, Do throw, you want to play I it? I could play some chopsticks for you. Do you should we, should, we, should we let him indulge? Sure. Yeah. Since okay. it is Little Ratchie's birthday, <laughs> you are Absolutely. channel, channel, David, channel. <laughs>
Wow, that was, <laughs> that was really, really amazing. Thank you. Yeah, so is that something that you perform on your show? We do it, I think, every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, that and Librecci's Boogie Woogie are probably the most famous pieces Super fun. that he played. And I so you it. always have to have those on the show. So you know, guys want to go sit down yeah. again? Because I have this article from Portland Monthly. I think this just came out not so long ago. Yeah, April. And Anthony Hudson... Uh, does the the big you know plugs for this and apparently he must be a fan of yours <laughs> because holy cow here it is it says Hudson is downright evangelistic about Liberace and Liza a cabaret style show from David Safford and Jillian Snow Harris that imagines Liberace and Liza Minnelli as best buds and then there's a quote that says whether they're doing Britney Spears toxic <laughs> oh my god or an old Judy Garland tune it's breathtaking in the funniest most wonderful way Hudson says simultaneously retro and groundbreaking so I mean wow and yeah. I didn't know that you played a variety of music on the show other than just like the classics Wait. we mostly do the classics we mostly do them when we when Jillian who plays Liza Minnelli when we created Liberace and Liza Christmas. We uh, she had out in New York she was playing Liza in some clubs and she was and she always said, Oh, I used to sing uh, Britney Spears and her Toxic. Name is Jillian? Jillian Snow Harris. Right? Yeah. And I was like, can we please do Toxic? Can we somehow do this just during the Christmas show? And and we did <laughs> during the Christmas show. It, 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 it's a black Christmas, thank you. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> well then we were down at uh, Feinstein's at the Nico mm -hmm. down in San Francisco where we're going back at the end of uh, June. June in San Francisco and uh, Julie and I our, our general show it's all yeah it's Judy Garland it's all like the best Liza the best Liberace and they had us I had done one encore and then they were still applauding it was crazy they just went bananas yeah and I, really? I told Julie I was For like toxic well, we so, hadn't done no. it yet. Oh. For these two. Yeah. Oh. They were, I had already done Beer Barrel Polka as, as uh, and uh, I'll be seeing you, you know, saying that with Jillian. And then, yeah, we, we walked off stage and we, they just kept applauding. And this was in San Francisco. San Francisco. And I told Jillian, I said, we have to go out there. What else are we going to do? Yeah. And I said. You mean you didn't we, plan an encore? Not, well, not a second encore. <laughs> this is a second encore. <laughs> And we, and we had done the Christmas show nine months before. And I said, can we do Toxic? It's been nine months. Can we do can Toxic? Can you just whip that on your Can you do it? we just whipped it out. And what's so funny is the, the, the reviewer from the San Francisco Chronicle wrote an entire paragraph about how perfect it was that we did Britney Spears Toxic for this show. Because Britney Spears has a residency right now in Las Vegas. Wow. And she thought, well, how cool that, like, Liberace had the first residency in Las right. Vegas. Liza has, and now here's Britney Spears. So she, t the reviewer tied in all these things that we didn't have a clue. <laughs> I just panicked and said, let's do Toxic. That was oh, the only yeah, reason yeah. we did it. It's not like we're that smart. <laughs> well, come on. Okay, so Bo, if Liberace were alive today mm -hmm. with all of the the pop music and uh, you know whatever kind of music is in there, don't you think he would probably draw from what's popular and put it into a show? Absolutely, absolutely. So, David, mm -hmm. maybe you hit on something that <laughs> could revitalize your show for the next twenty years, and that's taking those pop culture yeah. things and yeah. putting you know throwing a little. A little sparkle here and a sparkle there, right? I do think I do think a little bit is great. I I know for uh, Jillian and I that we still we still like to give like the standards in a way. Like Liza sings cabaret, sings sure. maybe this because you still yeah. We find like our audiences get angry if we don't give them the basics. The basics. So right. like we can't really stray from that too much until they get chopsticks and boogie woogie the gershon medley let me call you sweetheart. let me call you sweetheart and then we can give them like toxic i, I know jillian wants to do some adele oh really <laughs> yeah oh my so gosh much. as liza <laughs> bo did you just roll your eyes <laughs> I, I well i just well, yeah she could do it bo she, does okay i will say i have thrown in star wars right we we created a love medley based on some of liberace's 
pieces like as time goes by right from Casablanca. famous love that one we did we put put that we put us uh, some, Chopin, the... some Chopin and uh, my funny Valentine and the the first the JJ Abrams uh, Star Wars had come out and I said Bo I really want to put in the love theme from Star Wars and Liberace never he didn't play it but I said, I want to throw this in because it's John Williams and it's classical. And I right. want like this well, generation. Well, I'm a sci-fi fan, so Star Wars so you would all know good. it. You yes, would know I'm it. I'm a child of that era. Yeah. So definitely. So that, in a way, like, yeah, I have thrown in just little hints that it worked. And it very, works. very well. Yeah. So, Bo, do you find yourself, I mean, it sounds to me like when you worked for Liberace, you were his musical director. Is mm -hmm. that right? Right. So does that mean, I'm assuming that means... Um, when you went from on tour, you were in charge of looking three towns ahead and filling the band with the people that weren't touring with you. So if you had like a, I'm assuming you had like a key seats filled and then you just filled right. the band we with the people a, that were in town, We took a bass right? player and we took a drummer and that was mm -hmm. it. Well, who was your bass player? Bass player was uh, Ralph Enriquez. And who was your drummer? Uh, Chuck Hughes. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and they were a couple, but those were the last ones in the last, you know, six or eight years that I worked with Lee, those were the, right. the two that we worked with. Um, and it was so helpful, you know, being a, a, a singer, you know, yeah. having that, that rhythm section type is so important. You know, when I, when I do, I don't, I haven't done a lot of shows recently because mm -hmm. the podcast is, it takes um, a, a little bit of time. Sure. And I do know that I only hire um, certain people that I know, but on one gig, I usually allow myself one new player, mm -hmm. if that's the choice, because... I need someone who's an anchor, who knows my charts, who, because I sing a lot of originals, so I need someone who knows my music and, you know, the drummer knows where the hits are. And thankfully, I have enough recordings now, either um, via YouTube or um, in the studio that weren't, weren't released or whatever, that I can say, this is how it goes. Right. So I completely understand that you want those key individuals in your There's band. another reason uh, it has to do with you, the performer in that it takes the burden and the worry off of you and allows you to be a better performer yeah. if you don't have to worry about, well, is the tempo going to be right? Or are they going to come in right? Or are they going to be playing the right song? Or, or right. whatever those, those, those fears that performers have, yeah. that, that's gone. Well, for me, uh, my main piano player is Dustin Hunley. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know him. He's absolutely name, fabulous. Yes. Uh -huh. And um, he and I have a, a very good working relationship. And he allows that freedom for me because when I'm in front and I'm singing, mm -hmm. that's exactly what happens is that I know I put out my, I mean, I plan it, I run the rehearsals, I do all of that. Um, you know, I set the tempos. But Dustin, if I don't want to set the tempo in every song, he can start it. If I say, let's take, you know, in this set, let's no, no break in between songs two and three, for example, or songs one and two on the opener. He can set it, and I know that he know, it will be something that I can sing to. It's it's going to be perfect. It's going to be spot on because we've done it so many times right. together. The other thing I did was we had a lot of, um, well, our stage manager called them circus acts mm -hmm. who came along with Liberace, jugglers, magicians. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, we had a magic act named Mr. Electric, which was phenomenal. We and, had a, a, a well, boy. Well, these acts were there... I mean, Liberace had all his costume changes, so when he had a costume change, he had to have another. Oh. He had to have someone else there to entertain while right. he had ten different costume I was, changes. I was picturing like him on stage with a like, um, you know. He always performed as much as he musician. could. Yeah, he performed as <laughs> yeah. much as he could with each of these acts, but they were mainly costume change acts. But they had to be good. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't. Mm -hmm. You have built an audience up to this level, and suddenly you're there. You're not there for five or eight minutes, and they whoever is filling your shoes better be up there as well. The Marty's Music Kitchen podcast is brought to you in cooperation with Oregon Music News. So, how did you two decide that you were going to do this show together? I I've always yeah. I don't know I you know <laughs> yeah I'd love that. to know. I, okay, I'm 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 gonna this this is this is what people when they ask this. Um, I've always wished that we could have the kind of shows that Liberace performed before, and have them again. Um, there are a lot of uh, people who impersonate Liberace, mm -hmm. which is a whole different aspect than being a tribute artist. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen eight or nine. And they all either master the voice, uh, but the costumes, and particularly the piano playing, is not up to par. 
-hmm. or they'll they'll work on the costumes and they look great but they don't sound good and again the piano aspect is not good um, but David has the ability to not only pull together the the voice the mannerisms the spirit if you will of mm -hmm. Liberace as well as a piano facility and right. he's he's the, he's the uh, the real deal <laughs> well that's pretty amazing. So I noticed that you brought some outfits. Yes. Did you? I did. Do you want to do a quick change and Bo and I will talk for a second? Sure. Okay, go do. Sure. And Bo, go. Come here. Oh, let's go to the kitchen and have another sticky bun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell, don't tell while David's doing his quick change. So, um, so Barbara Streisand. Yeah. That was your, that was, she was wonderful. She was, she really was. She, and, and I, I married a singer. Did you so, really? Yeah, Barbara uh, Ayers is oh. my wife. So she sings and I play. I'm allowed to sing one song every, every year. That's it. It's all I want for Christmas. It's my two front team. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. it? She's well, And we do, uh, from the honeymoon is over, over the honeymoon is over from I Do, I Do. I, I'm, okay. But it's not really. No, 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 no. Because it's, you're, no. Still, you're performing together. Eat your, eat your sticky butt. <laughs> So Streisand was very picky mm -hmm. and very demanding, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. She had a um, had reached the, the pinnacle of, of what she could do and <clears throat> wanted to make sure that she could continue doing it. And so every time she went on stage, her support had to be absolutely top notch. But she was fun. But she was, a, I mean, she was an excellent singer. She knew her voice. She knew her audience. She loved experimenting. Mm -hmm with uh, different ways of doing songs, mm. the classic being Happy Days Are Here Again. Oh, uh-huh. Which was originally, I think, a political song from the 20s or 30s. Was it really? Ba -ba -da 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 -da. Mm, yeah. But she said, why do we have to do it that way? Let's try it this way. Out comes Happy Days, or, you know, and it mm -hmm. becomes a whole different song. Wow. Mm -hmm. So um, I read someplace that you played for a president, or is it presidents plural? Uh, yeah, I actually slapped a president. <gasps> yes. What? I mean, is how this many a people... story you want to tell on the air? Well, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I wrote it in my book. Oh, yeah. okay. But uh, I was with a group called the Capitol Steps in Washington D.C., uh -huh. a musical political satire troupe, and they were invited to perform. We were invited to perform for George Herbert Walker Bush. Mm-hmm. At the, um, not at the White House, but at the uh, Massachusetts Avenue Vice President's House. He was uh, elected, but had not been inaugurated in December. Right. So <clears throat> we went over there, and the Capitol's chef performed, and I was playing the piano, and they had cookies on the piano. Uh-huh. It's Christmas time. Uh-huh. So before we started playing, <coughs> and pardon me, George and Barbara were sitting by the piano. He reached over for a cookie. Barbara slapped his hand. Barbara Bush slapped his hand. You know, okay. I, I figure it's first. Was he family, on a diet? I don't know. First family humor. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, so then now we're, I'm accompanying, and, and the capital steps are performing, and I see his hand reaching around behind Barbara's back for the cookies. Uh huh. So I just stood up and slapped his hand. I was, <laughs> I wasn't thinking Secret Service, drawn guns, none of that stuff. The only thing I could think of was. George shouldn't have a cookie. <laughs> and then George did not get his cookie. Did so, he? so afterwards, and I apologized profusely, and he I'm said, "Oh, so go, don't sorry." You're like it. afterwards, you're like, <gasps> "No, it's like I, I said, Mr. Mr. President-elect, I'm so sorry. I just I was with the moment, and I just you know went with it." You and were he treating said, him like a person. He said, "He said, Bo, don't worry about it. What would you like to drink?" Now here is. A man who's going to be one of the most important men in the world asking me what I wanted. I could have had anything. What did you say? Well, I could have had champagne, you know, JW, anything I want. Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's what you get when you slap yep, the president's yep. hands. And I haven't slapped any since. Okay. No more presidents <laughs> no slapping. More presidents. Okay, no, thank uh -uh. God for that. All right, wait. Do we have to have a drum roll? Yeah, maybe. My God, what are you wearing? So this, <laughs> that goes down to my ankles, doesn't it? I, this mm -hmm. is a full on, this is real. Wow. Raccoon. Okay. Oh, thank God. Because I, I, I thought if this was going to be another animal, I was going to be upset. But you know what? Raccoons eat cats. And That's I like right. cats better than raccoons, yeah. so it's okay. It's, it's okay that this is a raccoon. <laughs> yeah. Um, a friend of mine 
was told by a church bazaar. They said, hey, do you know anyone that might be in the market for a, this huge men's fur coat? And she said, yeah, I think I know someone who might buy this from you. <laughs> and so I bought it last year uh, in October. I bought it Halloween, and then Halloween night debuted this at Tony Starlight Showroom. We, uh, Tony Starlight, one Tony of my Starlight. favorites. Uh, Bo was there. Jillian was there. Um, but yeah, I played, we had a Dead Legends show and I played Liberace and I came out in this for the first time. It's soft, isn't it? I, I'm hugging you. Is kind of ridiculous? I, my, my mic probably got muffled. Oh yeah. Um, yes, it is. And I can't heavy. believe it's, it's, it, oh my gosh. I'm just like you holding a side of it. All right, fine. I'll try it on. Okay. Oh, yeah. this is. And it's in mint condition Was, was Liberace like really in shape? He was he actually. He had great legs. Yeah. Because <laughs> he wore ah. furs. First, he wore th first with huge amounts of, of, of uh, rhinestone linings. Oh yeah, imagine this with more heavy jewels. I think his heaviest on one weighed close to ninety pounds. The, the but he would wear it for wait, about wait, a minute or two. Back it up. Yeah. Ninety pounds. Mm -hmm. a, a coat. A coat. Oh wow! And so you said he had great legs, and how do you know this? There are great photos of him. Well, one, he had a hot pants outfit. And I have the hot pants outfit. Okay. But there's pictures of him out by, you know, he had a he had a piano-shaped swimming pool in Beverly Hills. And, uh, Did in, he really? In the San Fernando Valley. In San Fernando Valley. Right. And so there's pictures of him, you know, in you know, a little swimsuit, but doing squats out by the pool. And he, he had great legs. Well, let me tell you, I'm going to, I'm also, oh my gosh, this is unbelievably <laughs> warm. Raccoons must yeah. be the... <coughs> warmest, the warmest things ever. So I was going to ask you that, Bo. Did he put together his sets and then hand them to you? And then how? He would, he, when I when I joined him, this was in 1973. He already established himself, and he had a kind of a pattern of songs, a pattern of, of music that he would work with. Including every show. some of those things that David and, yeah, spoke and he, about he earlier. Would, he, you know, pull in, put one in, take one out. Mm -hmm. um, but he would oftentimes want to combine some and make a medley out of things. He loved doing that. He loved Eddie Duchin. Uh -huh. That was his idol. Right. And Duchin did a lot of medleys. So uh, Liberace did a lot of medleys. Oh. So he would put together um, these songs and we would, I would go over to his house and take my, remember, uh, cassette recorders? Remember uh -huh. those? No, yes. No, no, no. Yes, actually I do. I sat on my steps and recorded music. <laughs> I would sing into my recorders and sing songs into my little uh, pan, pana, Panasonic. Panasonic. Right. A uh, little white, you know, kind of round-edged cassette player, mm -hmm. and I would record music in the you stairwell. Gotta find one of those today. Uh, I kind of <laughs> wish I still had that one. Yeah. <laughs> they always work, as long as the battery or the plug in. So you brought your cassette tape. Brought my cassette. I played. I, I recorded. He played his. He was already preset for those. He he had all the songs that he wanted to put into a medley all ready to go. Uh -huh. He would you know, and I would. The only thing I would suggest was occasionally, you know, you've been in the same key. You know, yeah. you know why don't you change keys? The death oh, of the musician. Oh, okay. And then he would change it, or or that you know, like now it's like 15 minutes long and it's four songs. So you want it really that long? Yeah, you know, and your maybe. audience is like, you, you know, that's that. That's one of the secrets that you know, um, a good programmer. You know, when you're putting mm -hmm. together a show that you've got to know, as you say, well, how many, you know, have what keys, when you write it all out, what keys they are in so that you can visually see, right. oh, right, okay, I don't want to do D three times in a row right. because... Or have a ballad follow a ballad follow a ballad. Because your, your audience knows. Yeah, and that, those are the ones you're working for. They may not consciously know, but they know. They are. Mm -hmm. They are. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they're, they're like, the one, this the sounds very similar. And yeah. You want to keep them on their seat. Absolutely. So how do you help David do his show? Um, I remember the way Lee played various uh, songs and make mm -hmm. suggestions. Mm -hmm. uh, um, at Oberlin, I was a theory major. So, uh -huh. you know, with my wife hates, but so be it. Uh, <laughs> so I know uh, about theory and the way sound, songs are supposed to sound and will make suggestions along mm -hmm. those lines. Mm -hmm. Um, also, the interpretation of Liberace, the way he would uh, pause in, mm -hmm. in places, is you know, would uniquely him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I figured, as long as he's a tribute artist, you know, let's make it as as reasonably accurate as possible. Mm -hmm. So this is an amazing resource for you right here. This yes. handsome gentleman yes. is like your like your ultimate partner. He's the go-to. He remembers adventure. lines that Liberace said that I've oh, yeah. never seen on video. Um, like what? Oh, you remember how he'd say, uh, there may be snow on the roof, oh, the, but there's a the fire, fire in the, the furnace. furnace. 
referring to if, if he had <coughs> gray hair. Yeah. Uh, so, so there may be snow on the roof, but there's a fire in the furnace. Um, and, he, and he would, yeah. He Have you ever said the line, um, my clothes may look funny, but they're making me but the money? But they're making me the money. Making I think the money. once I've said yeah. that, yeah. Wow. One so, of the neat things we get to do, because like Liberace didn't write out his piano parts. So like the piano parts don't exist, to our knowledge. No. I was actually kind of wondering that with the chopsticks piece, and I yeah. thought, in my head, I was wondering if you had I it had by ear. to watch on YouTube and listen and like, you know, play it, rewind, play it, rewind, play it, rewind. You know, it's funny everything. because that's how I learned how to scat. Oh, My yeah? brother on cassette tape, right. he gave me my first Ella Fitzgerald cassette tape. Mm -hmm. And it was a mixtape that he had put together. And what I did, um, I was so fascinated by it. I kept playing the cassette tape, and I would go to the scat part, and I would play it, and then rewind it, and play it, mm. and rewind it. And that's how I learned Lemon Drop. So it's almost like your, like your YouTube study adventure, and then right. he's like your, Bo is your, like your instructor. Bo, yeah, once I figure out, one. like, say, the Gershwin, he has a 10-minute Gershwin medley. Yeah. And once I figure that out, which that took about a month and a half right. for me to figure out. And it's funny, then I go over to Bo's place, and he has two keyboards set up. And, and Bo already knows the orchestra part, but you know, I had to learn the piano part by ear. Yeah. And, and you would know it by hearing it, but like people just don't like le try to learn it note for note just by listening. But then you're able to supply the strings sound behind it or the bass part or the right. or organ yeah, part. The, the Did you do Liberace's it. arrangements, yes. Bo? Uh -huh. That was my, my job was to uh, act as his conductor and arranger. There's it's a so great cool. video of Bo conducting the London Philharmonic, yeah. and there's Liberace. There's you're in Monte Carlo, you're in Copenhagen, Radio City Music Hall. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, you do for orchestras, small did, groups. Did you arrange for other people besides? Um, I, well, I did a couple for uh, some other singers, just and Diane Carroll, and um, I, 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 Joe Gershio and I together put uh, put together a medley for Barbara Streisand, which uh -huh. was sing and make your own kind of music that she made, which was kind of fun. Um, and uh, along with Joe Garcia, who was my mentor, um, we worked with a lot of people, Bob Goulet, uh -huh. Diane Carroll, uh -huh. uh, Jim Neighbors. Oh yeah. Love loved working with Jim Neighbors. Just a, a nice, fabulous nice man. voice, that man. Nice man. I mean, wow. So, well, um, where is your next show? Or where can we find out about your next show? You can go to our website, insequinspdx.com. Spell it. I-N-S-E-Q-U-I-N-S-P-D-X.com. Uh -huh. Okay. Great photos and video. And then our calendar is on there. We're also Liberace and Liza on Facebook, on Instagram. Okay. Uh, and does this, um, Bo, does this have links for you and Barbara? Um, not necessarily. We're, we kind of hang out with Tony Starlight. That's, that's my other boss in town. I love him. He's one of my yeah. favorites. He's, uh, he, he's I just, just conducted a great the Sinatra guy. show that he did this past Saturday. Did you really? Yeah. Well, I, had, I had transcribed so many of the Nelson Riddle arrangements for him. So, mm. so did a lot of that. But, and Barbara and I have worked at Arrivederci, you know, with uh, right. Mike Horsfall and... So we can find out about your performances with Tony. With Tony, and also uh, come down to Rivaderci, and I, I do a piano bar every other week, every oh, other Wednesday. Great, and for those who don't know, Rivaderci is a great uh, Italian place. Um, I guess that's Milwaukee. It's a marvelous jazz place. I just saw um, a couple of days ago uh, Randy uh, Randy Porter. Oh yeah, he's great. He and I are friends. And uh, uh, Dave Captain has played there a lot. Captain, he's my bass player. He, you know, he's just amazing. Yeah, Dave's played with on every CD I've ever made. Dave's my guy. I have one last question for you. Um, do you ever um, dress up like Liberace for the Liberace shows? No. Um, <laughs> Are you gonna leave that to actually, When I first started working with Lee, he bought me four tuxedo tails, a, a white one, um, a pink one, a a blue, a dark, like midnight blue, and it a black It was the one. 70s. Come on, give them a break. Yeah, yeah right. And uh, then I kind of outgrew them, as it were. And I found that the Too best... many sticky buns on lasagna. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you got it. You got it. So I just decided that the best thing for me to wear was something simple, you know, black pearls, you know, simple black, no pearls, and, and you know, that kind of thing. 
Huh. So I just wore plain black tuxedos with him. I couldn't outshine him. Is right. that I can't outshine you? David. Well, David, <laughs> I can't wait to see you on stage. I'm so excited Thank and you. I'm so honored that um, you would be on my podcast and that you would ask Bo to join you because what a cool yeah. interview this has been. I'm just so grateful to talk to you both. Thank and you. Um, Thank you. I'm really looking forward to seeing you both on stage very soon thank and um, we're going to work out that recipe together yes because um, i want to post it for our listeners yep. and thank and you for this is airing on liberace's oh hundred you know we should would you play birthday happy birthday sure because it's public domain it's public <laughs> <laughs> now it is isn't it <laughs> i always do this jazz version but oh, do you, you do it you should do a liberace uh, version so how do i do this so much both thank, thank you, you for Marley. so much this has been a fun interview thank you i'm your host jazz singer marty mendenhall sending out a special thank you to dr dave Harmon, photographer joseph herbert and songwriter naomi la violette for their amazing support of this show become a patron of this podcast and get your special thank you on the air Find out about the $1 and $5 perks by joining the fun at patreon.com forward slash Marty Mendenhall. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time on Marty's Music Kitchen. Mm -hmm.